0: Bad habits form. No question about it. Whether it is that we're a traveling executive, a busy mom, um, we're juggling, we're, we're trying to do it all, we're that super mom that everyone talks about. Um, but I think along the way, all of a sudden, we start to develop bad habits. Suddenly, we don't put sleep as a top priority. Sleep is so important for cellular regeneration, for feeling better about ourselves, for having a positive attitude. So it's really, once in a while, we start maybe it's a week that we're out of town traveling, but all of a sudden when we get into that bad habit, we lose our structure. We lose our priority of focusing on a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And those bad habits really do catch up to us for sure. And I think it's really going back to that structure. It's going back to that ability to say, okay, the night before, when I go to bed at night, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to make my plan for tomorrow. I mean, I've done things, Pyle, like when... I'm going to bed at night, I'll make a list and I'll say, okay, in the morning, I better remember to take my vitamins. I better remember to do my morning meditation. And so I literally write down, take vitamins, like I'll write my list and be very specific on some of those things that just simply get me back to a structure. And I find that when I do that, I don't go back to or fall into those healthy, I'm sorry, those bad habits. Mm -hmm. And then I remember what the healthy habits are.
1: You are listening to the Payal Nanjiani Leadership Podcast, the number one podcast in the world for leaders who want to be the best. Each episode is designed to help you recognize and overcome your leadership challenges and achieve great success at your work. This episode is brought to you by your host, Payal Nanjiani. A world-renowned leadership expert, executive coach, and author known for her leadership talks, corporate training, and executive coaching. To know more about Payal, visit her website com. Welcome back to the Payal and Nanjiani Leadership Podcast and this is the iconic series where I go one-on-one with some of the world's top CEOs and thought leaders and joining us today in this episode in the studio is none other than Christy Hoffman who is an award-winning Emmy-nominated TV host, media producer, journalist, lifestyle influencer, family woman, business woman, philanthropist and best-selling teen social issues author of Total Package Girl, Discover the Ultimate You for Life. Christy created the lifestyle brand Total Package Lifestyle to offer tools for finding success by one's own definition. Christy also created the first PBS TV segment of its kind in the 90s as a host and executive producer. And she joins us today in this episode to talk about biohacking your lifestyle. Christy welcome to the pile Nanjiani leadership podcast this is this is such an opportunity to have you here Payal, oh, hello it's great to be here thanks christy and let me tell our audience that i have not even read half of your introduction and your bio you have so much that you have achieved and um, uh, you know you are also now devoted to developing a leadership esteem confidence mindset for life in body brain and spirit for girls and women across the globe so tell us how did you get into this field you know of lifestyle of wellness i mean it's
0: so huge it is a great question and once again i'm so happy to be here with you and talking about this topic which is my favorite topic to discuss and you know it's funny i look back at my life and i think i really got involved with health and fitness early on in my life probably Around the age of 18, I started teaching fitness classes. Mm-hmm. Having been an athlete in high school, um, I became an IDEA certified fitness instructor. I also was a collegiate cheerleader, uh, stayed healthy, did gymnastics of that nature, and always really incorporated fitness and health into my life. I think one of the things with the, um, kind of the teaching of the fitness classes is I discovered the beauty of endorphins. And what it feels like to release endorphins, to have music and community and physical activity all in that room of a fitness class. And I really get the bug for recognizing that what you put into your body and the actions, the foods you eat, the people you surround yourself with, all of those things that are kind of your input really affect your output and what it is that you receive in your life.
1: Wow. Okay, so I was just taking down notes when you said something you said what you put into your body affects your output. I think I have not heard that for years now. And uh, so when you when you talk about this, uh, what what are some of the things that you suggest people should intake so that the output
0: is better in their performance and everything? So I think it's really an interesting question. When you start talking about an ideal and a healthy lifestyle, for example, yeah. I try so hard to break this into the three areas, three prongs, whatever we want to call that kind of like buckets, if you will. And I think, you know, the list is long, but I say you can put this into the body, the brain and the spirit buckets. That is like a three pronged approach that works for me. And I think first and foremost, when we really talk about it is starting with your body, making sure that you're moving, making sure that you're rested, making sure that you are well fed. That's kind of like the first prong in my mind is like that body, you've got to always be thinking about how are we going to take care of that body of ours. Secondly, I think it's your brain and really working hard on making sure that your brain is healthy, that you are choosing smart career choices. You're setting, uh, are you making smart career choices? You're setting five-year goals, 10-year goals, relationship goals. You're being smart about that. Uh, And then thirdly, and again, I'm really, really kind of grazing over some of these things because each of these topics we could really dive deeply into. But I think the third one truly is when when we look at a healthy lifestyle and really developing what we put into our bodies, it's really our spirit and saying, are we taking the time for ourselves? are we really relaxing? Are we spending time meditating without technology, without noisy people or toxic relationships or whatever that may look like, but really assuring that we learn to breathe in those moments where we might feel anxious, might feel nervous. We might feel some trepidation about what's ahead, knowing that there might be a major life decision ahead of us on the horizon.
1: Wow. So body, brain, and spirit. But uh, like you said, you know, the, all of this has to be taken well care of. Uh, so I work mm-hmm. a lot with executives and leaders across the globe, you know, coaching them and and, and working with them. And what I have observed is that, you know, they, their lifestyle, their lifestyles is continuously being disrupted, right? So um, how how can we have a successful career and a healthy lifestyle together. I mean, is that even a possibility? What I am telling you about?
0: Such a great question and a conundrum, I might add, for those of us who are traveling executives mm-hmm. and working really hard to to find that. I don't. Even call, I don't even call it balance. I call it centering. Really trying wow. to come back to our core, mm-hmm. and you know, balance always connotes like, oh, I'm going to fall off. I'm going to fall you know, away from what I'm trying to do. Centering is more like it's an internal and intentional act. And sometimes I feel like if we're being healthy and we're trying to really choose that healthy lifestyle, to me, it's someone who is intentionally focusing on choices oh, okay. that lead them to health. So You bring up something that's really important to me and it's, you know, no no doubt about it when we're traveling and we all are, whether it's for family, whether it's for work, whatever it may be. You mentioned, you know, traveling executives, for example. And one thing for sure is travel definitely disrupts everything in our lives. It disrupts the way we eat, the way we sleep, our relationships, our intimacy. Um, I think what's really important is that we make sure that we are intentionally focusing on structure and discipline every single time we take a trip. And that means when we're packing that suitcase, we're packing it for throwing in some, some sneakers, some walking shoes, Mm -hmm. throwing in, you know, I even take these little, little hand, uh, hand weights and, uh, pack those if I'm going to be, you know, walking or something just to, just to build that in. Um, also something that's important is identifying ahead of time where you're going. Do you have the sleep structure? Do you have restaurants nearby that are healthy? And if there's opportunity to go out and drink, have a glass of wine, whatever, Mm. be sure and be intentional about how much we're taking in. Again, it's back to that intake. So travel, yes, travel is really disruptive. Um, Being able to plan that time to make a call to the kids, uh, to loved ones is also really important. So trying to really intentionally set that structure and that discipline so that you stay kind of close to that albeit very difficult when you are traveling across the globe as you do and and I like the
1: way you have weaved in body spirit and uh, and your brain in, in in this entire conversation just now uh, and intentional focusing because you travel a lot too and and I think uh, you mentioned about uh, you know carrying a pair of shoes you know your sneakers when you are going out you know traveling and I think that's one thing which is always in my bag Christy wherever I go even if I'm going for three to four days I make it a point that I have these walking shoes with me so that you know at that time when you take that with you when you take them with you you do take them out wear them and you try to go out for a run versus when you absolutely are not intentional about it and you would just not back them so I think that word intentional focus is so is so imperative in the
0: lifestyle truly and also if you know you're going to a place you've never been before mm-hmm. do serve those healthy restaurants nearby what is your life going to look like in terms of meals you really have to do some pre-planning to assure that you're going to be able to make some healthy choices because wow. if you show up you're kind of like that a ball in a pinball machine you start going from mm. thing to thing to thing and then all of a sudden you forget to be yeah. healthy and to remind yourself to really kind of hack into a better a better lifestyle true
1: very correct and and uh, uh, so so when you're talking about lifestyle what's what is the root cause of an unhealthy lifestyle like you have worked with people around the globe so what have you seen are some of the reasons where people have an unhealthy lifestyle in spite of so much information being available today on, on a healthy lifestyle you know
0: right this is true there's there's a plethora of information uh-huh. available but I, I think for me something that i find true and for those i've worked with bad habits form no question about it whether it is that we're a traveling executive a busy mom um, we're juggling, we're, we're trying to do it all, we're that super mom that everyone talks about. Um, but I think along the way, all of a sudden we start to develop bad habits. Suddenly we don't put sleep as a top priority. Sleep is so important for cellular regeneration, for feeling better about ourselves, for having a positive attitude. So it's really, once in a while we start, maybe it's a week that we're out of town traveling. But uh, all of a sudden, when we get into that bad habit, we lose our structure, we lose our priority of focusing on a healthy lifestyle. Mm. And those bad habits really do catch up to us for sure. And I think it's really going back to that structure. It's going back to that ability to say, okay, the night before, when I go to bed at night, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to make my plan for tomorrow. I mean, I've done things, Pyle, like when I'm going to bed at night, I'll make a list and I'll say, yeah. okay, in the morning, I better remember to take my vitamins I better remember to do my morning meditation. And so I literally write down, take vitamins. Like I'll Mm -hmm. write my list and be very specific on some of those things that just simply get me back to a structure. And I find that when I do that, I don't go back to or fall into those healthy, I'm sorry, those bad habits. Mm -hmm. And then I remember what the healthy habits are. Perfect. I think
1: structure is just so important, uh, Christy, because, uh, you know, when we try to move away from the structure, from the routine. And when we are back, you know, from the travel or, or from, from anywhere, and that's mm-hmm. when the unhealthy mm-hmm. lifestyle sets in again. And I like what you said, pre-plan, you know, just the light before, make sure that the next day you're prepared for it. You know, you know exactly what's in the fridge, you know exactly what medicines you have to take. And uh, a lot of us, we are so grind, you know, we say so uh, grinded in our day-to-day work. We actually forget to even uh, uh, work Uh, You know, think about ourselves and our lifestyle and then you know we 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 run around in circles trying to improve it but the things that you are mentioning are just you know they they are healthy uh, for us they are doable much doable but when it comes to um, uh, men and women do they both have the same set of practices for living a healthy lifestyle?
0: That's an interesting (laughs) question you know and I do want to mention to you too that we have the choice of opting in or opting out of a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. The choices are there and they're for the taking. Uh, sort of circling back for a moment to the travel, if we're jumping on a plane, if we're heading out for the holidays, whatever it may be, we still have the choice to make healthy, uh, healthy decisions on the food we eat or on the movement of our bodies. Mm-hmm. So it is our choice. And I think that's one of the things that we need to really remember. Mm -hmm. And when you talk about men and women and really the differences, I think that really is such an interesting question tied to our lifestyles, our individual circumstances. There are some cases where, you know, for example, when I was writing my book, I was working, writing a book, had kids at home, and I'm thinking to myself, Oh my God, I just need a little bit of peace so I can clear my head and finish this chapter. But you know, it's one of those things where I was a, a working mom and many of your listeners, as I know, are working women yeah. and we're trying to do it all. So I do think that it is really up to us to intentionally go back to center, as I said before, not balance, but really centering ourselves, remembering our body, our brain, and our spirit plans, if you will, and having a master plan that we can go back to. Now, there are many men and many fathers who ultimately uh, are the primary caregiver as well. So that happens as well. And I think whether you're a male or a female, uh, running your household, you're the primary caregiver, whatever it may be, remembering always to have those healthy habits and to go back to those. It has to be front and center. And if you've gotten away from that, if you have never established that, I was really blessed. I was lucky. I, was, I had that gift of kind of fitness and endorphins and wellness and health at an early age. If you haven't, it is never too late to start.
1: Okay. So the choice is very important. You know, like you stressed upon it, that we all have a choice to make. And whether you're a man or a woman, the choices are in
0: front of you and you decide what you pick. Absolutely. 100%. And I think that comes from really some self-awareness and mm. saying, okay, what is it I'm not feeling good about? What is it that's happening right now that I know, like that little gnawing feeling that I mm. know has yeah. to change. Yeah. But so, I'm just trying and, and it, to it,
1: focus on it. It's hard, you know. Uh, 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 Christy, do you think self-control has anything to do with all these choices and
0: with the lifestyle? I do. I think self-control, I call it self-discipline. Okay, and oh, I really do. I think discipline plays a big part in how we face or oh. don't face some of these lifestyle choices. Right. Um, oftentimes, we have a tendency to procrastinate and put it off and say, you know what? I'll do that next week. I'll do that in the new year. It'll be my new year's resolution. But mm-hmm. why not now? If not now, when? And sure. so I do think there's a self and also a Assessment mm. that we need to make that really says, let's, let's get back to reality with ourselves. And let's really say, okay, True. what is it I'm not facing and need to get down, get down to right now to make my lifestyle better, to feel better, to be more positive? But yeah. you really have to have, you know, I'll call it a self kind of an emotional intelligence uh-huh. about our own selves. Read the room. We talk about that all the time in the corporate setting. Many uh-huh. of us as leaders, we walk into, we read the room. We have, we develop relationships as such. Wow. Do the same thing for yourself. Start to read, yeah. read your own room. <laughs> kind Correct. of identify what is it that we need to be doing.
1: True. In which room do you need to leave, And, uh, uh like you know it's 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 about the now it's not about waiting for the new year to make a resolution and then decide it's going to be a lifestyle change which usually never lasts so i think with what you said it's more of a self discipline it's every day every single day you make that choice you don't have to wait for a special new year or to make a resolution around it it's true
0: it's so true and you know and when you start doing that when you start making those changes When you start doing one thing at a time, you start to kind of biohack your lifestyle. You know, pick Mm -hmm. one thing at a time and start working through that. People are going to be like, huh, she is doing her life better than I am doing my life right now. What is she doing? And it'll just start to to emulate Mm -hmm. and really flow. And people will see this, maybe this aura about you that you didn't have before because suddenly you're doing you, you're following those choices, you're sort of eliminating eliminating some of those success blockers i'll call them Mm. and you're moving into a life of really authentic and um, ideal living Mm.
1: so so what are some of the techniques to biohack your lifestyle i know you've shared so many nuggets but since we're talking about biohacking what are some of these techniques to biohack your lifestyle Mm
0: -hmm. so we talked a little bit about this and i think this is a time where we say self-assessment is where we start we start to look at ourselves we start to say what What is it i need what is missing and you know doing that assessment might tie to our relationships Mm -hmm. we might be dealing with toxic relationships that could be personally that could be at work and then also that leads us to what does our job situation look like are we happy there is that causing us misery or are we really exceeding and excelling and is that really checking in terms of my lifelong fulfillment in my career so uh, the other thing I would say is start looking at some of those things that are getting in the way. Is it our anxiety? Mm-hmm. Is it our sleep? And so as we start to think through these different areas, and again, I would go back to those buckets I talked about in yeah. terms of the body. Is it that we're just not right. moving our body? Our weight is getting it, getting away from us. We're not physically feeling well. Is it really tied to like our brains and our goals? We're just not setting career aspirations or life goals for ourselves. Um, we're not moving the needle intellectually. Mm. Okay. We're really tied to mental, and spiritual, like uh, anxiety, depression, um, some of those things that maybe we need to get medical and, and, and you know, some, some psychological help in. Right. So I think it starts with those areas, if you will, as we look at more of an ideal lifestyle and biohacking our life. Those mm-hmm. are some of the areas to start thinking about and saying, and really assessing and knowing again that we have the opportunity to make it. it. Doesn't mean that, oh my gosh, somebody else is going to do that, or gosh, yeah. her life looks really great. What what's happening there? It means it's my time.
1: Mm, true, correct, yeah. and uh, you know I think uh, with the type of lifestyle we are all currently living, that's the reason, or maybe it could be the reason. You are an expert; you can tell us. Could be the reason of so many diseases and sickness that come into the body.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's that's another sort of byproduct of not living a healthy lifestyle. And research will tell you incorporating, what is it, 150 minutes of exercise and cardio a week is great for heart health. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are so many studies that talk about body movement and being able to assess things early on. If you're starting to feel there's a physical ailment that you know you're not dealing with, you need to get in and really assess that early. Mm-hmm. And I think some of these things, I will call them being proactive rather than reactive when it yeah. comes to our health, when it comes to biohacking our lifestyle. Um, a friend of mine started running marathons when she was 50. Her yeah. life changed. She, uh, she had been um, going through some midlife changes. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, she shifted to a life of more physical activity. She started mm-hmm. lifting weights. And she has been the healthiest that she's ever been. So I think, yes, once you start to identify some of these uh, these areas that you really haven't been let's just say you've been underachieving in, uh, you will notice complete and utter changes in a uh, a quality of life.
1: No, absolutely, Christy. And uh, like you said, you know, during this uh, time, Especially now when during the COVID and the pre-COVID times, we've really got Mm. hooked on to sitting and doing our work in front of the computer with very little movement around us. And that's the reason we are, you know, we we just have (coughs) ailments one after the other. So just what you said, it's never too late. You make those choices. You know, if your friend is able to run a marathon at 50, I think anyone can just, you know, make a choice of how they want to change their lifestyle. I think that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Super. So tell me, Christy, uh, I, know, I, I, I know time is um, you know running out, and uh, as you have given us so many lovely nuggets and amazing and incredible nuggets, what would be your one piece of advice to everyone who wants to maintain an optimal
0: healthiest lifestyle? That's a great question. Yes. there are so many. Um, I think what I would say is you know it's time it's the new you. when you start to biohack your lifestyle, recognize that this isn't like the diet mentality where you're kind of on a diet, off a diet, on a diet, off a diet and then the week, diet. Just skip it all together. <laughs> yeah. That is not what we're doing here. What mm-hmm. we're saying is let's now make this the new uh, our new self mm-hmm. and commit to that, commit to ourselves and know that from this day forward, This is how our lifestyle will be. There's no turning back. So I think that's really, if we can get in the mindset of committing to ourselves and knowing that this is how we're going to live from here on out, it makes things a lot easier. We have a new structure. We have a new lifestyle. And we are recognizing that all these things that we're bringing in, our intake is really going to affect our outtake and our output in a very positive way. Those were some
1: incredible nuggets uh... Christy, and you know, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. I know how your day looks like you've been, you know, back to back with so many things that you're doing in your career and your life. But thank you so much for coming up here sharing these incredible insights of lifestyle with our listeners. Thank you, uh, Christy. It's a true pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. And this one's for our listeners. This is Payal Nanjiani and Christy K. Hoffman wishing you loads of success in your career life. God bless.